0: Hello everybody, this is Kevin Witham and welcome to Season 3 of the Common Grounds Unity Podcast. Jesus valued unity and prayed for it, that we may all be one. We believe unity is best achieved through relationships rather than beginning with disagreements over doctrine, practice, or ideology. We value the gathering, breaking bread and sharing a cup of coffee or your favorite beverage. We invite you to gather with another Christian outside your particular family of churches and tell others that Unity starts with a cup of coffee. So grab a cup and let's get started with another episode of the Common Grounds Unity podcast. Well, we want to welcome you to our Christmas conversation here on Common Grounds Unity, and we're doing similar to what we did last year. We want to encourage you and inspire you during this uh, Advent and lead up to Christmas and then Christmas itself season, uh, and hopefully share some things that'll be a blessing to you. Uh, I'm Kevin. Tina, good to be back with you. How are you, and are you? where are you right now as we're putting this together?
1: Yeah, it's good to be with you too, Kevin, and uh, you know, this is a a running question of where i am when we when we do these and right now i'm in the parking lot of a 12 stone community church in atlanta <laughs> and so i'm in my car but uh visiting with some churches that are working together from the atlanta area um to serve refugees so so yeah how are things out in sunny california it doesn't feel like they- christmas i'm sure
0: well, we now we we are down in the low sixties today is our high, so oh. that's that's about as Christmassy as it gets out here. But How uh, can I'm always interested. Even in, put
1: up a Christmas tree in this warm weather.
0: Well, we use same you know maybe carols, some of that fake snow spray. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be Christmas without a day at the uh-huh. beach. Um, but but uh, of course we're always interested in where you are. Uh, you know, we we i thought we need to get a map and do a where's Tina map. Uh, because mm-hmm. you might be in Poland one day, Kentucky another, sometimes out here in San Diego and and now today in Georgia. Um, as you kind of look at Advent and Christmas upcoming, what are some things that you're hopeful about that are bringing you peace? And and then as you kind of look back on your year, what a year it's been for you. What are mm-hmm. some areas of just ministry and and service that has moved you where you have felt God has used you? Share a little bit of that with us, if you will.
1: Mm-hmm. Thanks, Kevin. That's a really nice question. Um, you know, I think that this past year has been one of um, imagination. Like the, I've really done an intentional Advent practice this year where sometimes I do it for two days and then I'm off. But the, the Advent uh, resource that I'm using has really helped me see that this past year has been one where God has really shown me like that as believers, we can have a bigger imagination about how God can use us, how he can use his church, how opportunities to serve are all around us. And, uh, so I feel especially hopeful, um, for the way that I've seen the church work together this year. And so uh, the Common Grounds Unity, um, group, Mission is, I think, so timely um, because more and more, as the world it, here at home or overseas seems more broken, the answer is clearly the gospel. And that is drawing believers together to try and see how they can respond. And so that has been a joy, and uh, in the midst of seeing a lot of suffering. And uh even now as I'm visiting these churches in Atlanta, and they're talking about ways they can serve in their community together and how they can go overseas and serve. So it's been a really good year for reimagining how how God can use his bride. Mm. Kevin, how about you what what does life look like for you this year and in the in the local church context, but also you know you have a pretty like wide network of of folks that you're connected to. So what's been meaningful to you this year? And as you're looking at closing out this year, like, what are you hopeful about?
0: As it's been a year, you know, where we are more fully out of uh, the pandemic in those years, Mm -hmm. um, it has been refreshing to uh, just, again, experience the importance of the local church um, my, my full-time work is as the uh, senior minister at North County Church of Christ out in Escondido, which is in San Diego County. And, uh, I preach there week to week and serve as an elder there. And just to see, uh, you know, the church on a, on a growth trajectory, new folks coming in or young adults, uh, seemingly being reinvested in the life of the church, seeing leaders grow in that group. Um, it, again, just reaffirms my, uh, my belief that my first priority, again, and what God wants to do through me is, is in the local church and the life of the local church. Um, I, I've also been a part of a partnership. I uh, am a member of a foundation on the board of the San Diego Christian Foundation, and we do uh, several things, good works in the San Diego area. But a part of what we have started in the past year and and toward the end of last year is a uh, endeavor called Common Call San Diego. And Common Call San Diego is kind of a partnership between our foundation, a local church out here that sold its facility and has put its funds into this project, as well as kind of relaunching their own work, and the Heritage 21 Foundation. And we've got some partners like Kairos, and we're working hard on both planting new churches in San Diego County and bringing renewal and revitalization to local churches. So that's taken a good part of my Mm -hmm. energy as well, and just prayerful about the prospects of that and what God has in store for our county and for something that might be able to be replicated um, on a more national level. So that's been things I've been very glad to be used in, so...
1: That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. We can see God at work all around us. And in this episode, we want to introduce our listeners to some new team members of Common Grounds Unity podcast and share some conversations that were particularly meaningful to us in 2023, do some scripture readings and share some vision for 2024 so our listeners can uh, see where we're going and and come with us. And um so I'm, I'm excited for this episode every year.
0: That's right. We have brought some great new team members on in the past year. Uh, one that's been working with us predating this year, but in another that's kind of joined with us, um, but they're, they're, they've moved from serving in other ways to being more participatory in the podcast. And uh, many of you have already met Drew Baker, um, and let, let me just give an introduction to Drew, Drew has uh, become one of our co-hosts and producers of the podcast. And uh, Drew and his wife, Sarah, they live in Louisville, North Carolina. They have two children, uh, Jude and Rowan. Uh, Drew serves uh, Common Grounds Unity as their, our associate executive director. And that's a role that he has uh, taken on. He's been been called to serve in by by the board and has accepted that role and has just been doing a great job with it. He's also a part-time minister at New Story Church. He's an adjunct professor at Abilene Christian University. He's an author. He wrote The Duct Tape Letters, which is a book on church leadership, and uh, and he's well-equipped educationally. He, he holds a BS, an MDiv, and a DMIN, all from Abilene Christian University, and he's a native of West Texas. Drew uh, loves outdoor activities. He loves indoor activities. He he uh, loves to get out and camp and hike and do all those outdoor things, but he's also an avid reader uh, and writer. And also, um, Drew mentions in his biography, he enjoys eating. I think I share that with you too, Drew. Uh, so, Drew, it's it's so good to have you as a part. Drew's going to share some things in a couple of moments. I also want to introduce Chuck Ramsewer. He is a producer and now a co-host as well on our podcast. So you're going to be hearing from Chuck in 2024 uh, Chuck is an instructional writer, he's a podcast producer, he, he designs training courses for elite automotive companies, uh, just a, a very skilled individual. He and his wife, Brianna, they live in Virginia Beach, Virginia, where they have uh, four children that they're raising, holds a Bachelor of Theology from the Bear Valley Institute, the Bear Valley Bible Institute International. That name has uh, changed through the years, I used to refer to that as the Bear Valley... Uh, School of Preaching. So it's the Bear Valley Bible Institute International. He has a BS in management from Ambridge University and an MBA from uh, LSU Shreveport. He spent 13 years in full-time ministry, uh, but now enjoys teaching and preparing members to be more serious Bible students. And when he isn't working or studying, he's finding the best coffee in town to take to the beach. Uh, He plays pickleball, plays bass and he, he's an avid reader too and loves reading C.S. Lewis. So Chuck can't be with us. Um, he's got some things going on that uh, kept him from being a part of this. We'd hoped he could be, but you'll be hearing more from, uh, from Chuck in the upcoming uh, year.
1: So uh, Drew, I am glad that we're like officially introducing you today, although I know our listeners are going to uh, like already be familiar with you. But Drew and Kevin, uh, what are some of the conversations that we've had in season three that that stand out to you that were meaningful to you?
2: Well, I'll go because I'm sure Kevin has a lot more to choose from because when you're involved in one, uh, man, you just get so much more alive uh, actually getting to have conversations with the guests. And uh, so one of the first that stands out is my conversation with Chuck DeGroat. Uh, just fantastic work that he's been doing and really enjoyed picking his brain and, and drawing out some of the things he's been working on and uh, just such a blessing. But I'd say also the conversation with Doug Foster and Jerry Taylor was uh, just just a beautiful conversation about um, racial reconciliation and the work that they're doing, work that Carl Spain Center is doing at ACU and, and uh, the way they see a path forward for us. So those are some of mine. What about you, Kevin?
0: Well, I, I look back towards the beginning of the year, and one of the reasons this stands out, you know, when you're involved in so many of these, I've enjoyed every guest we've had. We've just had such an incredible slate, and of course, we can't reference them all, but at the beginning of the year, we had Marty Solomon back on asking better questions of the Bible, and the reason his stands out, Marty's always a great, intriguing guest, and I know we have a lot of listeners that follow his podcast, but I had somebody come up to me locally and say, uh, that conversation with Marty Solomon about that book led me to buy that book and just change the way I, I read and understand scripture. And I've, I've since, you know, started uh, listen, kind of binging on his podcast as well as uh, Common Grounds. This is a regular listener to ours. And then uh, came up and said the same thing about our conversations with Lois Verberg on her reading the Bible with Rabbi Jesus. So uh, that those two conversations stand out just because I got such personal feedback from a friend that listens, and it really impacted the way um, they read scripture. And uh, that's always exciting. A part of our mission is to you know, have conversations with people across the streams of our movement, but to introduce people to resources and readings and scholarship and historians and local ministers and leaders. And, and so that was a blessing. There are far more I could mention. But uh, Tina, what about you?
1: Okay, so all those things are true about our aims for the podcast. But when you said Lois, it's also the thing that I love about uh, the Common Grounds Unity podcast is they're interesting on so many levels and they're also really fun. And the thing that I, I love about Lois is if you listen to that episode, you learned about some c- cooking tricks for single people. And she can get a frozen pizza out and she can whack. This is straight from her. You can whack it on the counter and it'll break off while it's frozen. And then you put it in there. And every time that I eat, get, get something from the freezer, I always hear her voice saying, and you can just whack it on the counter. And it was after this beautiful conversation. I, I just, and I just thought, you know, that's the, that's the beauty of having a cup of coffee with someone is, and, and in this like mo- model that we're using for common grounds unity podcast that we get this rich, like transforming information. And it also helps us see the personality of people and just like build friendships that, uh, that, you know, really made her less intimidating to me too, because some of our guests, you know, they come on and you're just like, you read their work before we talk to them or you listen to their things. And it's just, you know, they're, Formidable in their fields, and so, and then when Lois said that, I was like, "Okay, this is going to be just fun." (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, I really like that one. And then Tyler McKenzie, who uh, is one of our last um, podcasts of the year in our Healthy Church series, Uh, I I really appreciated the practical, like his the ten things for his church that they focus on, and loved that. um, Yeah, he he talks super fast and super southern and um but his his content is great and i love his commitment to the local church and the community so those are two that stand out to me
0: i loved that as well hey john you want to share yeah i do our, i do want to share with so them.
3: i'm going to come out from the darkness here <laughs> <laughs> we all love it when you were, come
0: out of the darkness john that's right
3: um all of those were really awesome i think one of the ones that was really um that I really liked a lot and actually was super popular. I think we had over 5,000 people listen to it was uh, the one that we did with Kyle Spears, Douglas Jacoby, John Mark Hicks, and Marty Solomon all together, the bridging the gap. And yeah. um, that was really good. And we had Nick Sola, who's on our board. Um, so he was asking questions on that as well. So that was a really, really good one. I think the well, one was Scott.
1: Thinking about, I was going to say Scott McKnight.
3: Scott McKnight and Laura Beringer was so awesome. I just man, yeah, so encouraged blessing, by man. that. And I think the one with Jeannie Shaw was um, was just really enlightening for me. I think her book was awesome, and so uh, those are three that really hit me.
1: I hope yeah. this gives our listener uh, our listeners a kind of sense of oh, I missed that one, or um, or just creates a sense of curiosity around if this is even maybe the first episode that a listener is catching that you can kind of get a feel for the kinds of topics, the kinds of people that we talk to across our, uh, movement and would encourage you to be a regular listener. So.
0: Yeah. We were blessed with one that Mike Mack was a part of, uh, um, yeah, on the Asbury yeah. revivals and, and what a great, um, session that was, and then then to have lost uh, Mike later in the year, and uh, his work, the Christian Standard. So uh, some of our, uh, here here we have a guest that is not with us anymore, but he he just was a great friend to Common Ground Unity, and we'll be forever thankful.
3: Yes.
2: Well, that brings to mind uh, this most recent podcast with Kyle Spears. Uh, one of the things Kyle talks about is trauma. Um, and the effect that has on individuals and congregations uh, that have experienced trauma and stored that in the body, and the way that uh, that can affect the the way we move forward. Um, and you know, the the families of those who have lost people this year are going to be experiencing Christmas in a very different way than they have before. Um, there are people in everybody's church that have experienced deep trauma and. Uh, it's really important to be mindful of that, and as we're, you know, in this podcast, turning our attention a little more towards uh, the actual Christmas message, uh, we're going to be reading some scriptures uh, that that just tell the gospel story. But I think that is one of the most important core messages of of the Christmas story, is that in the midst of pain, suffering, trauma, that light of the world has come into it and joined into it and carried that alongside it. Um, So I just kind of want to acknowledge that as we move toward these readings. So as, as we read these scriptures, I want you to just relax. If you want to close your eyes, don't do it. If you're driving, Uh, relax, find a comfortable position. (laughs) And uh, just, just let God's word, Uh, Just feed your soul and, and remind you of the beauty of the God that became flesh. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. Son of God.
0: Well, to continue these readings from Luke's Gospel, uh, i want to take us to chapter 2, verses 1 to 7. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place in the guest room.
2: you'll find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors.
1: When the angels had left them, gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in a manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed, and what the shepherds told them. And Mary treasured all those words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it has been told to them.
3: And from Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7, For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Great will be his authority, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness. From this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this.
0: Well, as we close out this episode and close out this year, um, what a blessing to share uh, God's word with you. We hope that it's encouraged you, inspired you this holiday season. We want to take now a moment to share our vision for season four in 2024. Uh, In part, our vision is to kind of return to what uh, we originally started out as, an emphasis on building gatherings around the world. Uh, Not just if you're listening to this in the United States where there are a number of strong gatherings meeting, but uh, we've expanded globally and we're seeing now um, gatherings starting in a number of countries around the world. And we want to foster that, encourage that, uh, provide some help in bringing those gatherings together. So we hope as you look towards 2024, you'll jump on board with that vision and get a gathering going in your community with other believers.
2: Another thing is in our podcast, uh, we really want to focus on things that nurture that unity, not just in individuals, but in congregations. And so one of the things we're going to continue to uh, do, something we've been doing, but uh, want to lean into that more is is focusing on how to foster healthy churches, healthy leadership. Uh, a big part of that is spiritual formation. As Kyle Spears mentioned in this recent podcast, uh, helping churches to be churches where people are formed into the image of Christ. But um, that that transforms or that transcends a lot of different areas of life. So spiritual formation is something we want to spend some time focusing on. We also want to do some biblical teaching, bring in some uh, people who have dedicated their lives to studying God's word in uh, in ways that most people just don't have the tools to be able to do. And so to hear from them and also to experience the posture of humility and um, the ability to engage people that read scripture differently that still is unified and is uh, hospitable and open. We want to see uh, and hear stories about unity in action. Uh, where, where is unity breaking out? Uh, where is that spiritual fruit uh, being manifest in our midst? Uh, so we want to hear those stories that can sometimes give uh, hope to those who maybe in their particular situations aren't seeing evidence of unity happening. And I think that is a very hopeful thing to be able to hear those stories. And then another thing we want to do is uh, what's called appreciative inquiry. Uh, Basically you're going back and observing where is it that God has been active? Where have we seen that fruit of unity? Where is it that we have seen his spirit being outpoured and what are maybe some common themes that have been going on and how can we lean into that? How can we participate in what God has shown that he's been doing? Um, So that you know, the idea they're going back in order to go forward, see where you've come from in order to see uh, a path ahead. So those are some of the things we we'll want to lean into and uh, look forward to all those conversations. We already got some names uh, for people we're going to have conversations with, and I'm just excited about what's coming.
1: Yeah, I really like appreciate the kind of like themes that we're going to look at and take deeper um. just get deeper perspectives on. And I also believe, and we believe, that adding Drew and Chuck as producers and co-hosts will strengthen our podcast team and bring greater depth to our voice and message. But we have a little bit of homework for you listeners. Or you can, I can put it this way, this is my Christmas list. So you can be part of granting me my christmas wishes and that is that you as listeners share with us the topics that are important to you things that you would that you would like to see addressed in these in these themes if you have um like the um uh, have an affinity for the unity and action piece because I think we have a lot of words about unity and we all agree it's good but I really am excited about holding up like where that's happening and Kevin I think what you're doing with the foundation in San Diego could be exactly one of those types of things so I would love for our listeners to look around and, and see like in the area of healthy church leadership and healthy church and spiritual formation and biblical teaching unity and action, the richness of our history and what it can teach us, like tell us, tell us what would be helpful to you. Um, John does an amazing job of like being fearless and who he approaches about being on the podcast. And so, um, so yeah, we're going to do everything we can to make sure that the podcast is relevant to our listeners, but that's going to take you being engaged with us. So um, there's a, a way that you can, um, get in touch with us. Um, you can send us an email at podcast at commongroundsunity.org. Or you can text 919 777 3881. And we'll put this in the show notes. But be as part of our community. Let's hear from you this year. And, um, and I think that's going to give us an even richer experience.
0: Well, I've loved this time to, to visit over this holiday season with all of you. And I just want to say what a blessing it is to work and serve uh, with each of you. We do this because we we share a heart for God's people and for the unity of his people. And uh, Drew, so glad to have you on board with us. I've known Drew for uh, many years. And so just great to be partnering in this endeavor. It's great to bring John Teal, you know, out of the dark and, and onto the podcast again. John's got such a heart for this and Common Ground Unity was His vision to begin with and to have seen where it's come, uh, over these years has been a rich blessing. And Tina, I'm always inspired, uh, serving alongside you, your, your heart for not just your local work, but boy, people suffering in other parts of the world and the ministry you do and rallying people to serve in places like Poland and Ukraine, your work with global connection is so important. Um, so what a, what a blessing. I uh, recently on our Facebook page, as I kind of close this out, uh, saw somebody that had said they just discovered the podcast. And they had started kind of binging uh, back, you know, on on our first early podcasts. And then I got an email this morning from somebody that said, I'd never heard of the Common Ground Unity podcast. I'm going to start digging in. This is a friend in uh, Alabama. You're going to start looking in and listening. Um, People are still discovering this podcast. And if you're new to it, It's amazing that we've done 124 of these as we end the year. I think I've got my number correct. Um, That's a lot of podcasts, a lot of content. I encourage you to go back through and just scroll and look at the guests, look at the conversations, and if you've missed some, be blessed by those that go all the way back to our first, I think it was with Ben Brewster, um, with a book that he wrote, and Move Forward. Just so many great people, and we thank them all for joining with us and being our guests. From all of us here at Common Grounds Unity, we want to wish you and yours a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And if you've been listening, you know our vision is to create and support gatherings of unity-minded Christians around the globe. So imagine the good news of these gatherings, modeling uh, the prayer of Jesus in our divided world. We want to be a part of the answer to that prayer. Also, as you come to the year's end, don't forget if you are being blessed by and benefiting from this ministry, please consider a monthly donation. there are costs associated uh, with putting this work together and uh, doing the work that Drew does and helping gatherings to get started, the newsletters that are put out, uh, all the other kind of content, our our YouTube channel. If you're benefiting, please consider a monthly donation or a year in donation. You can go to Common dot org front slash donate again that's www.commongroundunity.org front slash donate we would uh, we'd be blessed by that because we can continue this work in a good way merry christmas and a happy new year look forward to being with you for season four in our next podcast